Welcome to Weather Hype, a podcast for a casual weather conversation. I'm Min Fun. And I'm Castle Williams. And today we have a special guest, Nick Koser, who is from the Fox Charlotte TV station. And we will be interviewing him about some of his comedic stylings when it comes to delivering the weather in the morning on his uh, newscast. Correction, you will be interviewing him. I will not be taking part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Well, I interviewed him and it's taped. But it's a lot of fun. I think you will really enjoy it. He was actually a... Uh, known for doing some rap videos during a weathercast uh six seven years ago and he adds a kind of a really different dimension in terms of uh, being a meteorologist on tv he offers something that i feel like a lot of people don't when they're in the broadcast industry so uh, i think it'll be really interesting to hear his perspective and also if you're aspiring to be in the tv weather and news industry he has a lot of cool feedback and information from his experiences to kind of maybe guide you along as well so i think uh, people will really look forward to hearing that i'm looking forward to it as well can't wait all right booyah let's go Now I'm the reason why you broke up with him and got back together Thought I was sunshine, but baby, I'm bad weather I'm off the Doppler in the five-day forecast By the time they hear me, I've already pushed the shore back No, no, I wasn't always like this Skies cleared soon as my daylight lit Sidewalks dried up, no snow emergency I could take you February and turn it into spring I was born on a storm When I get gone, I get gone And I don't need any wrong to know better Put your faith to the doubt or take the Today we're joined by Nick Koster, the meteorologist, the morning meteorologist at the Fox Charlotte TV station in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey Nick, thanks for joining us today. Hey, what's up man? I am honored to be here, my friend. Thanks for the invite. Hey, of course. I've uh, seen some of your great work on, uh, first of all, I saw you a long time ago, I feel like, what, six, seven years ago when you were the yeah. uh, so-called rapping uh, meteorologist, the rapping right. weatherman. <laughs> and then I uh, saw some of your posts uh, that went viral on a Facebook as well. And so I thought, you know, this guy's pretty cool. We probably want to try to interview him and bring him on. So uh, <laughs> glad you can join us today. Hey, man, uh, I, I can't beat that introduction right there. I feel like we should just stop right now before I disappoint anybody that's listening. <laughs> no, no, but no, it's no. great. I appreciate that you say that. Um, yeah, you know, I, I've had a good time, and uh, it's uh, it's it's cool to know that the stuff that I'm doing is kind of, you know, getting out there a little bit, and, and people are enjoying it. That's always very, very rewarding to me. And so, you know, before you came to Charlotte, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, where you went to school, what stations you've worked at, and kind of the journey um, up until now that you're in the uh, Tar Heel State? You know, I think a lot of weather people that you talk to will say... I knew I wanted to be a weatherman since the age of four. You know, you read that in all the bios and stuff, but I don't know. I'm, I'm a firm believer in the best things kind of happen by accident. I think that's kind of when fate kicks in. And that's, that's where my story lands. You know, I'm not, I wasn't the dude standing there when all the other kids were playing, pretending like I was doing <laughs> the weather forecast. That's not my story at all. I went to school. I, I picked my college actually, um, based on what football team I thought I might be able to play for. Oh yeah. No way. Yeah, so <laughs> my my goal was to just like be a punter. 
All right. Okay. I figure I figure I'll get on the team. I'll be a punter. That's the easiest job in sports. Go to the NFL, make a couple millions, and then never work again. Wait, were you good at kicking the ball then? Like, did you play soccer <laughs> before too, or did you? No, just that's punt? that's that's the thing. I, in high school, I they just like had me punt. I, I was a tight end, and I was also a um, I played linebacker. All right. And then I punted. It was the weirdest thing. I just like, I guess I was decent enough at it. So the coach was like, get in there. And I ended up becoming an all state punter my senior year. And I was like, holy crap. I've never tried to, to do well. And I just got all state. This could be a thing. Right. So anyways, uh, the university of Akron in Ohio is where I ended up going. And Akron, you've probably heard before is where LeBron James went to high school and, and, I was in Akron when the LeBron James high school hype machine was like at, at a, a thousand percent. So the football thing didn't work out. You know, I, I did a year and I was like, these people are giant. I'm tired of getting punished for not being good. I'm going to quit. But the beauty of it was I got to Akron and there they had an on-campus radio station that was run by college students and my whole life i'd been drawn to mics and cameras and it's i've got this really funny home video of me uh like directing my dad and sister in this weird music video to a michael jackson song it was almost like a like a like a like my very first skit or something i don't know and i don't know if you're old enough to remember the old camcorders that were like the size of a miniature refrigerator yeah 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 remember I'm those not that young i all still right, remember right. those uh that's <laughs> what it was players and other stuff Ooh, too <laughs> there you go all right see so, yeah you know the struggle but so i was like dude i gotta do i gotta do this you know because I, I grew up kind of listening to that station and, and it was 88.1 I, I joined that and um, learned how to become like a broadcaster. You know, I was nervous on the radio the first time, obviously, and I was terrible at it. But I was able to figure out my delivery. I was able to figure out how to, you know, kind of separate my thoughts, communicate clearly, not be nervous eventually. And I, I just kind of graduated with a degree in, in business and communications. Okay. Um, Graduated and, and during my time there at, at Akron, I, I got, I became kind of popular as a DJ because I would make these, um, like parody songs to rap, to rap songs. Okay. Um, and, and one of them was so popular that people would call up and request it. And, and I'm talking, <laughs> our radio station com- was huge. It competed with the Kiss from out of Cleveland. Yeah, it was crazy. If you ever get a chance, WZIP FM. Uh, it was, it was so big. I don't know how it got this giant following, but it did. So people would request my song and I was like, huh, I kind of have like a knack for writing and, and rhyming and whatever. Um, Wait, did you have a DJ name? Like DJ I did. Smooth? I did. I did. <laughs> You're going to, as the, the weather hype podcast is perfect. Cause my name was <laughs> DJ hype. I swear. Oh, no way. I swear to you. Yeah. Hey. I, I <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> DJ Hook. So, anyways, so you know, I had this pretty sweet little radio demo, and I was like, "Cool, um, I'm gonna go and become a superstar in New York City after I graduate." So I got an internship with the XM radio station. So I went there. It was it was all right. You know, I got a. I always thought I wanted to live in New York City my whole life, and then I got there, and the internship was all right. But and then you know, New York City is just. I realized it's way too smelly and way too expensive. And after like a month and a half, I was like, dude, get me the H out of here. So my internship ended in three months. And then I went back home and was like, okay, I got to reevaluate my life. 
let me I, I replied to a bunch of radio stations in Ohio um, and then I replied I did do a little bit of news reporting in college just here and there okay um, and so I had that demo and I so I, I applied to like 50 radio stations and one television station and that television station ended up hiring me within like three days it was looking back on it I don't know how I mean it, it was fate you know it's like you know there's no other way to describe it other than Nobody gets their first TV job, you know, when they're able to to not move halfway across the country and live with their parents. It's just somehow it happened for me. So I got a TV station in a small market in Ohio, Mansfield, WMFD. Um, it was like, it literally, I think it's like market 212. It's like one of the smallest stations in the, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was it was crazy but hey it's, uh, you got to start somewhere right bingo exactly so i started as a news reporter and i was terrible <laughs> i mean i was not good and i'm not even <laughs> joking so after a year of doing that my news director sat me down he's like all right nick here's the deal you suck uh no way he said you I suck su- for real. he didn't say <laughs> he didn't say i suck but he might i mean i don't remember exactly what he said but i remember thinking wow he's telling me that i suck <laughs> Um, and so he goes, you have two options. He goes, number one, we fire you. And I was like, that's not a good option. <laughs> Tell me more about number two. Plenty. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, uh, the weather girl that we have just got a job in whatever Wheeling, West Virginia. If you want to keep your job, you have to report and also do the weather. And I think he thought by like, by saying that to me that I would quit because it would be more responsibility, more work and not more pay. But I was like, yeah, sure, no problem, I'll do it. And after doing it for a week, I I just thought to myself, why haven't I considered this as a career ever before? Something clicked. I I loved the weather. You know, I realized I had this, like, passion for it that I just didn't – I just didn't know I had. Yeah. Um, And boom, immediately I was like, I got to go to Mississippi State and get my meteorology degree. Did that. And so while I was getting my degree, I got hired at a TV station in Beaumont, Texas. It was the perfect fit. That was my first like full-time weather morning show gig. I think I got hired in uh, 2008. Perfect fit. That's where I started wrapping the weather. And from there, after like not even two years, I got an opportunity to, to work at a TV station in San Francisco. Big market jump. Yeah, that didn't work out, though. It wasn't the best move for our family, so we decided to go to a station in the Boise, Idaho area, try to live like that family, suburban life, you know, not get caught up in the market-chasing rat race that TV can be. And yeah, spent three years there, decided that, eh, we we wanted to kind of get further back east. That's where all my family and her and my wife's family is. And yeah, applied for the Fox O&O here in Charlotte, been here ever since, and it's great. You know, I'm, I'm quite happy. Um, I'm able to, to do some stuff creatively. I'm able to work on a, on a morning show that, you know, has just great, great people in it. And here I am. So that's kind of the, I guess, <laughs> sort of long, but fairly short uh, yeah, yeah. story of my career right there. It's, it's, I've seen a lot of the nation, I'll tell you that much. I feel like I know you so well now. <laughs> I know. We go way back, me and you. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> so when you went through uh, the Mississippi State program, did you do it online or did you actually go down to uh, Mississippi to take the, the courses and stuff? Yeah, I did it online. And this was this was before they were all – the lectures were all online. So they would send me at the beginning of every semester – 
a giant shipment of VHS tapes <laughs> or CD or DVDs, I think. And there would be like a, you know, a billion of them. And so I'd, I'd sit there and I'd, you know, watch, take notes and then do all the testing online. And it was difficult, you know, cause I had a full-time job. Um, oh, yeah. and during my time, during my time getting my degree, I had a full-time job and then, you know, I, I met, I met my future wife, married my wife, moved to Texas <laughs> She immediately got pregnant, had a kid, all while I'm taking these tests and oh stuff. All within a three-year window, yeah. Um, Life hits you we, fast. Dude, it, I was like, man, I couldn't catch my breath, you know? Um, we, we had to... And then when we found out in Texas we were having a kid, we had needed more space, so we had to move. Man, it, there was a lot going on at that time in my life. So I don't, you know, I just remember... You know, trying to sit there and, and study for freaking thermal dynamics, <laughs> like, and and it was so hard. Not maybe so much because of the subject matter, just because I had so much going so on. So many in my things life. going on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So shout out to MSU though. They a great program and um they they do a good job there. And then I you know to graduate, you had to go there in person for three days to officially take the final test and officially graduate. And it's a beautiful campus. I wish I would have went there actually in person. <laughs> it was it was nice. And so when you started off in, in doing weather on TV, you know, I'm assuming you didn't have all the, the funny, goofy things that you were doing before because you kind of had to get used to it. <laughs> so what got you into making these kind of funny videos? Was it kind of that uh, uh, the passion that you've had for editing, for doing the radio stuff before that kind of all came together? Or what, what sparked it in your mind to be like, you know what, I'm going to be the funny weather guy? Yeah, I don't know. You know, you know, what's funny. Um, I, I actually that's how I came out of the gate. Uh, it's really, it's really bizarre. That's just how I am, dude. I, if I was a brain surgeon, I probably would still be making skits about being a brain surgeon, you know? Not during surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Not during surgery, but it's just in my DNA. I mean, you know, I think all of our personalities are formed, you know, most of our personality is downloaded by the time we're what, four or five. And, 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 you know, that's just how I am and stuff. So, uh, yeah. you know, there's nothing really to lose for me at that at that tiny little station there in Mansfield, Ohio, I remember doing, they weren't very polished, but I remember it specifically one day it was raining and I took a video of me and I told my co-anchor, hey, uh, have you heard about the new line of super stylish and cheap ponchos that they're selling? And she's like, what? <laughs> and it was, and I was like, yeah, take a look. And it was like me modeling a, a garbage bag oh, <laughs> that I had like crudely, you know, and just, I don't know. I was, you know, just kind of being doing goofy like and that. doing your thing and then kind of realizing, hey, people actually kind of like this stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I think I was too young to realize what a what a leap of faith that was. Or, or maybe I was just too naive to realize how serious people take the news across the board. But at the same time, you know, it's good to be a little bit fearless, I think, sometimes. So, um, yeah, people did enjoy it. And, you know, I was like, cool. That's why I like doing the weather Versus the news, because the news, you have to be very buttoned up. The weather, you know, obviously you have to establish that credibility and you have to, you have to know what you're talking about. But at the same time, it's, it's a little bit looser of a medium. So that's why it was a little better fit for me. Have you ever done the uh, weather in uh, shorts and flip flops like I have before? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to know more about this. When did you do that? I did the um a, a weather gig during uh, my last year of college, and uh, 
you know, the camera's only from your waist up, so you can wear a suit and tie. And, you know, I, I could tie a tie, but my tie was always crooked, and people always made fun of me for that. Um, but, you know, the camera would be from your waist up, and so I was like, it's hot, we're in Georgia, I'm going to wear shorts, I'm going to wear flip-flops. And someone took a picture of it, posted it, and it went uh, semi-viral around school, and it was kind of fun. But uh, yeah, Really? You know, Sweet, yeah. man. That's awesome. <laughs> I'll show you that. I'll you get post any... that picture on our page. But, I mean, nice. you know, and people like that kind of stuff. So when you started, you know producing these videos and, and doing all this kind of stuff, what kind of reception did you get from your viewers? And you said in, in Ohio, you really didn't have anything to lose because there weren't many, yeah. it wasn't too, too big of a operation, but did people love it immediately? Did people think, oh, this guy's being too funny. Like, I can't take him seriously. I need to watch somebody else who will give me the weather and that's all I want kind of thing. Or both, I guess, did you get positive and negative feedback from people? Yeah, I don't know. I, I never really was too privy to all of that in Ohio. I encountered a little bit more of that in my second job there in Beaumont, Texas. When you do something and, you know, I've got like, I've got a couple passions and one of them is weather and another one is being creative. You know, I always have enjoyed science and I've always, like I said, I've always done things creatively uh, like i said writing those parody songs whatever um my friends in in high school and i you know we would you know this is before everybody had freaking cell phones but we would make videos and stuff anyways and it's weird and i might be wrong and delusional but in a weird way i kind of think that you know you're on the right path when you meet the most resistance when it feels like you're swimming upstream and, and you're, when you're doing something the way that you're, you're programmed to do it and, and that's how you feel you're supposed to be doing it, I feel like that's going to be the path of most resistance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I went to Beaumont. You know, there was – it was a smallish market. It was like 140 at the time. It played bigger and there were several other stations in town. Now Facebook and YouTube were kind of starting to explode. So you had, you had the trolls and the people that, you know, would just just roast you online. And not only was, was that going on, but also in that city at that time, there was a blog site, a website, whose main topic of discussion was really kind of to roast local things. The, they, they, they did a lot with, you know, talking trash about the school system and then local, local television stations. And guess who was the subject of many of those blog posts? This DJ guy. hype. <laughs> DJ hype. Yep. <laughs> so I I would I did my first weather rap, um, posted it on YouTube. Boom! They're they're killing me. I think their nickname for me was MC Doppler. Oh, um, that's very not good. bad. Very that's nice. pretty creative. Not I bad. Like that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Could could have been a lot worse, but <laughs> you know. And and it's funny though because some of those blog posts, anytime they would post a blog about me, my video would get more hits. And eventually, you know, I think the the reason that some of my material did go viral is because of them. You know, ultimately, so. So they roasted you, lesson. like criticizing you and saying this is kind of cheesy and lame, or were they just kind of uh, publicizing you and saying, "Oh, there's a local guy doing uh, doing a rap weather yeah. kind of thing"? No, no, there was it was very snarky. Uh, uh, it wasn't. Snarky it blog wasn't posters. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, you know the type. <laughs> They're the dime a dozen now, but um, back then, man, I don't know. And, and they would. It was very biting, kind of satire. And, uh, so, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't pleasant to read, but again, I was like, cool, they're, they're talking about me, so I'm, I'm okay with it and stuff. And I just kind of, 
I don't know that I, I learned how to have a thicker skin, you know, which which sure. is obviously something that you need there. But yeah, and then also, you know, I, you do get criticized, and and to be honest with you, sometimes um, the stuff that I'm not I'm not trying to name names or anything, but you know, sometimes the criticism and the comments that hit you the hardest are from like some coworkers and stuff. So sometimes that doesn't sit as is harder to deal with than the outside criticism. But in any event, yes, you know, I, I've dealt with it before. Um, it, does it get easier? Eh, maybe a little bit. Still not great, mm-hmm. but um, it's worth it. You know, at the very end of the day, it's worth it. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the pluses are better than the minuses. In talking with a lot of uh, younger, you know, folks who are going into the broadcast meteorology route, they talk to me about having to please the station management, the news director yeah. and everybody else, too. And, you know, they have to, I think I talked to somebody who said she has to wear a certain type of clothes, like she has to wear Mm -hmm. a cardigan over her dress, or she can't, you know, things like that. And so many people might hear you and say, wow, this guy was really brave to do what he was doing, because they feel in their position, they weren't really able to um, do that. So, I mean, with you and your station management, and you said some of your coworkers um, could have some issue with what you were doing. But for the most part, did you feel that they were really supportive and saying, hey, you know, we like what you're doing. It's good for us. It's good for you. Um, keep doing it. Or was there, did you have to sit down with your news director and kind of explain what you were doing or kind of how did that work out? <laughs> I just kind of did it. You know, I, I don't know. I've never, like I said, I, I, it just never really registered to me that, that it was, that it was so, so different. I just did it and in Ohio. And then I went to Beaumont. And I mean, it was a perfect fit because the news director and the GM at the time were just so great, especially the news director. Shout out to Angel San Juan uh, (laughs) because he was super encouraging. That morning show there was, for my my money, I mean, one of the best local morning shows ever because the whole crew just was involved and they really were cool with you know us being creative trying new things doing this doing that and yeah my news director there was really supportive i and to be real honest with you there i didn't ask for permission to to wrap the weather the first time i just did it you know okay better to ask for (laughs) forgiveness than permission i guess (laughs) and i guess and i guess maybe that's brave but like i said in my mind, it did. It just was like, yeah, I'm just gonna do this. Why not? You know, I it didn't really, it didn't really strike me as something that you know management would hate and they would shun me and I'd lose my job. It was just like, let's let's give it a shot. You know, man, I can remember the first time I ever did a weather app, the commercial break before I, I started doing it, and I was like so nervous. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> holy jeez. Uh, but and that's but again, that's one of those things. I feel like you gravitate towards the things that make you the most afraid, you know, like uh, what if I if I was in a badminton tournament and I and I sucked, you know, it wouldn't bother me because my self-esteem doesn't lie in badminton, sure. you know, but um, being creative is something that I love and, and failing at that makes me scared. Uh, so that's another like I knew I was I was doing I was on the right path because I was nervous about it and stuff like that. It, it just kind of. I just did it, you know, and then it went over well the first time and, and then it kind of gained a little more popularity. Here in, in Fox, you know, uh, one of the reasons why I came here is because, you know, this TV station wanted to be a little different. They they said that out of the gate, you know, they said, hey, we want to do news a different way. We want to do it differently. The mission ch- uh, statement has changed a little bit here recently, but at, now my G, the GM that we have in place loves the skits that I'm doing. 
the news director, same thing. Matter of fact, uh, I did a, a thing today. We we sludge hammered our old news desk because we're getting a new news set. And, you know, she, she loved the little montage that we did of it. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever had in Beaumont, I had support, but I don't think I've ever had such positive, you know, support as I do right now. And it, and it really feels good, you know, because TV is one of those things where if it's going well, it's magic. Yeah. It's a feeling that you never, you never want to, uh, you know, go away, but if it's not, it's it's terrible. You know, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Um. So I'm really lucky right now. I've got I've got some really really good management in place. So you know, with the demolishing of the uh, the news desk right now, when you guys were remodeling your uh, inside of your station, or with other videos that you're doing, what kind of mm. uh, brainstorming do you have to go through to come up with these ideas? And then y- you seem to be really working with your, your morning crew. You have your anchors who yeah. are helping you out. The uh, production assistants are working with you. The prompter guys working with you. Um, yeah. It seems like a really cool little family affair that you have going on. And so what kind of stuff goes behind some of the stuff that you're, you're putting together? Well, I, you know, first of all, dude, I appreciate you noticing that. That's uh, that's kind of what I love to do. You know, I, I think it's best. I'm not one of those guys that, I don't know, if you saw maybe my clips on YouTube, you'd probably think I was the biggest diva maybe ever. <laughs> um, but I'm a, I'm a really pretty chill, like laid back guy, you know, and I'm not the guy that wants to be on stage by myself, being the center of attention, I guess. I'm, I would much, much rather be funny, like with people, including like creating a, a fun environment. That's what I think a good morning show has, you know, is a fun environment. It's not a, it's not one star or anything like that. It's, it's everybody contributing it's it's a fun free-flowing kind of lighthearted thing and um you know i've got some some really just hilarious people that work behind the scenes my buddy hans who is always in my skits and and jake you know those guys they've got similar backgrounds where they've always kind of been drawn to doing that kind of stuff too so the fact that we're all working at the station together is again what just one of those things that it happened and it's probably for a for a reason. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, actually it was my friend Hans who he's, he's like the, the Chris Farley to my David Spade and the skits. <laughs> um, he's the guy that has fallen a few times and whatever. He always makes funny faces and whatever, you know, one day about a year ago, station management really started pushing social media. And he goes, dude, if they're, if they're pushing social media, why don't you kind of start doing your 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 crazy wildness on social media? And I was like, you know, that's probably a good idea. He started him and I uh just, you know, kind of started brainstorming or whatever. And I don't know if we necessarily sit there with a notepad and a pen and go, "Okay, what do you got today?" <laughs> and you know, <laughs> uh whatever, but if if something hits him or something hits me, we'll talk about it. And then kind of hammer out the details, you know, pretty pretty much on the fly. It's not very buttoned up. It's a very like, oh, let's try this. Cool. Oh, that camera angle would be funny. What if you said this? And and so then, you know, we, we gather the footage. And a lot of that we just shoot on our cell phones, you know, because it's quick and easy. It's it's what everybody's doing these days anyways. That's some good quality for a cell phone. Wow. I thought you were shooting yeah. it with the, uh, the big station cameras. Well, some of them recently we've kind of we've kind of moved towards uh, improving the quality a little bit, but um yeah, for the most part, I mean, you wow. know, 
cell phones do pretty good, especially the ones that feature slow motion, which I love. Freaking <laughs> slow motion is so awesome. But yeah, the ones that I that are you know the the iPhone, the slow motion feature on that thing is so smooth. I love using anytime there's a skit with slow motion in it. I try to shoot it on the iPhone, but yeah, you know, and and we all kind of like get along and. Paige, who's my co-anchor, is super awesome, really funny, and, you know, great sense of humor, and people in, kind of, you know, enjoy uh, being in the skits and stuff, so it's it's pretty great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm a happy dude right now. Are you still doing any of those rapping weather videos, or kind of moving away from that a little bit? Well, it's, it's funny that you ask. Um, Ooh. Yeah, it's funny you ask today, as a matter of fact. Just keep just keep looking at my Facebook page. That's all I'm <laughs> going to say. Your first weather. All right, folks, welcome back. You are watching Fox 4 Good Day, and once again, it is time to rhyme. I need my goods. Thank you, thank you. It is 8.04, everybody. Oh, yes, the rapping weatherman is back doing what I does best because I'm a weatherman. I got my weather map, so if you have a weather question, go ahead and ask. What's today's forecast? Will it be nice? Um, yeah, Mike, it'll be all right. We'll see highs in the upper 80s, and with that humidity, it'll be hotter than Hades. Will it be sunny or will we see rain? Well, it looks like Mother Nature's gonna be a pain. There's a slight chance for rain all over this map, from Lake Charles on over to Anahuac, then into Winnie, up to De Quincey, back to Jasper, and down to Bridge City. There's a 20% chance for light rain showers, but it's all good because we like Mayflowers. And I, I don't know. I, I like the, a couple other ones a little bit more than that one, but that one seemed to gain um, the most attention and, uh, you know, some pretty cool things happened because of that. Ellen tweeted about it and Ryan Seacrest and stuff. And then, uh, uh, what's his name? Bill O'Reilly played me on a show. It was cool, man. Bill O'Reilly, like, huh? The yeah, Ellen he, I can he, get. And, uh, but Bill O'Reilly, were you on the spin factor? <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. He go, the end of his show is pa- oh, okay. Pinhead or Patriot. And I was a oh. Pinhead. <laughs> There like, you go. Know, whatever. That whatever. Um, and so, but yeah, you know, the viral fame is crazy because, Good grief! If if regular fame is fleeting, dude, viral fame is you don't blink because yeah. it's gone in a second, you know. But um, so that was a pretty cool period of, of my life. Cool, like maybe week and a half of seeing my video in some cool places. <laughs> nice. And um, right now at Fox Charlotte, you've done some cool videos with I, the one that we have here is with Anthony Hamilton. He's a um, yeah a singer, right? Oh, hey, Nick, what's that forecast looking like? Uh, it'll be cloudy and damp with morning storms and a chance of afternoon rain. Nick, really, that forecast stinks. Yeah, what's up with that? I want to play golf. Sorry, it is what it is. How does this forecast sound to you? It's going to be morning storms, cloudy with damp, and a chance of afternoon rain. Now that is a good forecast. I am pumped to get outside now. That's literally the exact same forecast I just gave. No, it wasn't. Bah! So yeah. you just got him to just go along with what you're doing too, as you with the guests on the show. Yeah, with the guest skits that we do, um, especially with somebody like Anthony Hamilton, we've had some pretty big names come on our morning show. Um, some Carolina Panthers you know, we, too, right? 
couple of characters, yeah, Thomas Davis and uh, Josh Norman and, uh, you know, some pretty, uh, what's the name, Roman Harper and the comedian Marlon Wayans was on our show. Uh, and, and yeah, Anthony Hamilton, who's a very well-known singer, kind of R&B gospel guy. And with those, some of the other skits that we do, they're, they're, they take a while to shoot. There's kind of a, man, not lengthy storyboard, but you know, there's a little more of a plot with the Anthony Hamill thing. What we did was, you know, cause I don't want to piss off a guest. Yeah. I just make it as easy for them as possible, you know, so I'll have them record their one part, and then after the show, the rest of us guys will get together and r- record everything else around what after they've left. Okay, gotcha. Bingo, yeah. So that day, um, and that's another one of those things. It's like everything seemed to have been going wrong that day, and that skit almost never got made because Anthony Hamill, everybody at the station wanted to talk to him after the show, mm. and his boys wanted to go eat, you know, because he came in with his handler and manager and stuff, and. They all wanted to go eat. They're hungry. And I was like, hey, Anthony, do you mind just singing the weather forecast for today? And he's like, yeah, we'll get to that. And, you know, and it's, I'm not, I'm not blaming him whatsoever. Um, when you're, when you're a star, people want to talk to you and it's easy to kind of get, get caught up in that and forget sure, about some other sure. things and whatever. So felt <laughs> like, uh, like I was hounding him or whatever. But I, I think <laughs> I asked him again after he came out of the bathroom. I was like, hey, do you mind doing this? And he kind of looked a little bit annoyed. I was oh. like, crap, my worst fear just came Don't to life. Don't piss off a know? famous guy, you know? <laughs> right. But I'll tell you what. Anthony Hamilton was the nicest, best temperament, humble, uh, greatest, one of the greatest, like, famous people I'll ever meet. I'll never forget him because he did, he did it. So he put his mic on. He did it, nailed it on the first take. And then left. And then so I put the skit together around it and I put it on, you know, Facebook and everything. And then I tweeted it to him or I tweeted at him. So I was uh-huh. like, hey, Anthony Hamill's at Anthony Hamilton's forecast is better than mine. <laughs> and, I, and I, you know, he saw it and liked it and then retweeted it. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, the dude's got a trillion followers <laughs> on Twitter. And I and then I, you know, I was like, dude, thank you so much. I tweeted him. I said, Thank you so much for doing that. You know, you, you blessed me, man. And I was like, it'd be even huger if you shared it on Facebook. And he goes, he tweeted me back and said, oh, yeah, no, no, no doubt. No problem. Oh, sweet. And wow. a couple minutes later, he put it right on Facebook. And I think at this point, it's got like 140 views, which in this day and age might not seem all that impressive, um, you know, because I think true, you know, true viral fame, you have to achieve, you know, millions and millions of hits. Sure, sure. But, you know, of the skits that we've done here regarding what I've been doing at Fox, that's the most successful one that I've, that I've done. And, uh, you know, it was, it was because of him and, and the fact that he was so cool about not only doing it, but, but sharing it and, uh, being so nice to somebody that, let's be honest, is, is, uh, <laughs> maybe not the most important person in his world. So I, I was just blown away, man. It was really cool. So taking all of that now and you saying all that stuff, you're going to share this podcast when we're finished, correct? And then you're going to share, you're going <laughs> to yes. share it on air. You're going to share it on Facebook. Well, not on air, maybe, but on Facebook, on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Great. See? I'm gonna, Absolutely. I'm gonna Absolutely. <laughs> you, made, you made a binding contract and I'm not editing that out. So everyone, everyone That's heard fine. it. We're going to hold fine. you to it. I, no. Yeah. No, I, I would love to uh, keep, keep that karma wheel spinning around.
and also in addition to having uh, famous people, you incorporate your son too, which is pretty yeah. cool. We, it's, he's he's a goof, and um, there's yeah. a video here of him uh, of you kind of explaining to him that you know the the long age old idea that oh we control the weather, but in actuality right. we're just the communicators of the weather. We don't control the weather. Yes. Dad, it's way too cloudy out here. Can you make it sunny? Sure thing, son. Coming right up. <laughs> ah, there you go. Oh, thanks, Dad. You're the best dad ever. Dad, it's way too cloudy out here. Can you make it sunny? I wish I could, but that's not the case. I just predict the weather. I can't control it. Oh, come on, man. That's weak sauce. <laughs> That was a funny video, and you've done a few other ones with him too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's he's pretty good about remembering his lines and everything. And it's funny. Sometimes when I shoot with him, I'm a little bit – I'm, I'm, like, a little bit short. And I'm like, oh, do it this way, you know. <laughs> and, um, and and he's kind of the same way. It's really funny, you know. Oh, really? He, yeah, I, I can tell. And he, I think he really enjoys it too because he sits there and watches me edit them and – he really, he's like, oh, how many hits, Dad? And so, yeah, I can kind of see a little bit of, and, and my wife is also in the business too. So he's very, very savvy to technology and everything. And uh, he, and it's really funny because every week, probably, he'll say, Dad, I have an idea for a skit. <laughs> <laughs> and and then he, you know, gives me the idea, and you know, he's seven. So uh, there, there's some holes in the plot lines. It's just funny that, you know, I don't know, does he have the same thing going on in his DNA as me? I, you know what? It might be. I don't know. You, you said it was in your DNA, and I think you passed it along to him, too, because he's coming up yeah. with these ideas already at the ripe old age of seven. So. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. He might actually it's take so your funny. job in the future, you know? <laughs> hey, man. He might. Shoot, you might. I don't know. Uh, Maybe, yeah. <laughs> One day, maybe one of you two will hire me. I don't oh, know. Yeah, that's that'd be fine. I'm cool with that. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, we'll we'll see what <laughs> happens. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, and you know, going back to a little bit of the uh, the meteorology, do you feel that some of your stuff can overshadow your capabilities as being a meteorologist and communicating uh, weather information? Or if there's severe weather, obviously you have to kind of change the way your demeanor and the way you do things and and communicate that threat of of severe weather. Um. Yeah. Is it easy to just turn off that that part of you and and focus on what's important at the moment or you know or do people look at you and and say oh he's a funny weather guy I can't get serious weather information from him. Right there what you just said is was a big fear of mine um for about 3 years there in Idaho when I finally was like oh my gosh I I I one day I looked around and I go, you know, maybe this isn't maybe this isn't the right thing for me to do. I kind of had this like almost not not midlife crisis, but quarter life crisis. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, a lot of self doubt cre- crept in. Um, I was working in, in the Boise market there at the time. I had a chief that that I worked for there who taught me a lot about the weather. And um, I guess I guess the short answer to your question is: Does your question was does my does my entertaining stuff overshadow my my real accomplishments in, in weather? Mm-hmm. The short answer probably is yes. Um, in this day and age, it's impossible for it not to, I, I feel like. Um, having said that, you know, I kind of realized, and, and my chief there in, um, in Idaho helped me realize that I've been doing this for 10 years. If I wasn't good at predicting the weather and being a meteorologist – 
I would have been done nine years ago. Yeah. You know, this business has a good way of a very organic way of weeding out <laughs> those who are the weakest links. Yeah. You know, so if you don't have a passion for it, it that will that will be that will surface pretty much immediately. I'll be honest with you. I, I've mentioned some things um, here today, like the Bill O'Reilly thing, the Ellen, the Ryan Seacrest suite. Those things are great. But to this day, to me, the most exhilarating thing that I've ever accomplished was two years ago, you know, uh, Hurricane Arthur. You probably remember Hurricane yeah. Arthur. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. At that time, I was hired here at the uh, Charlotte Station, the Fox, um, in April of 2014, before we even had a morning show. Oh, Our wow. morning show went on the air in August. So between April and August, I was not uh, a morning meteorologist. I was just kind of this guy that would show up to work and just kind of kill time doing random things at work. <laughs> Anyways, that that storm was threatening the um, North Carolina coastline, and I went to my news director and I said, look, I have to go cover this. Please send me to the coast with a camera person. I want to be there for it. I never get to do this. This is the one chance where I can actually be in the field and not covering it from the studio. Send me. And so he did. And and me and um, a very nice camera lady went. Her name's Lauren. She doesn't work with us anymore. But we went to – and that's the, before we went, my then chief at the time, Rob Iker, and I sat down and we thought, okay, where would be the best place to be for this storm? And a lot of the the made the you know the big market and stuff they went to the Outer Banks because sure. you know if if a fishbowl falls on the floor and breaks it you know that place floods, and you know that's the obvious place to go to see the video of overflowing uh, or flooded over roads and whatever and maybe a little bit of damage and stuff. Him and I just hammered it out. We decided that Atlantic Beach, Moorhead City was the place to be. We really felt strongly that that's the area that was going to be the hardest hit. So I went there and, you know, when you cover a hurricane like that, you are kind of pimped out, so to speak, to all the other O&Os or all the other people under your um, broadcasting umbrella. So I was doing live hits in the, in, in the hurricane for uh, Philadelphia, Houston, um, Atlanta, you know, one, one after another, just boom, 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 boom. And uh, I'll never forget it. It was the very last hit of my day. It was for New York City. I was, I was like, they were, they were counting me down. They're like, okay, you're going to be live in three, two. And I swear, as soon as they said one, everything went calm. And I look up and I realize we were in the eye of the hurricane. Oh, wow. As it was making, as it was making landfall, the eye was right on top of us. And I just had this moment where I was like, yes, this is, we nailed it. Wow. We covered this thing. We, we were dead on, and that, that right there is the highlight of my career, you know, bar none. I don't care how many times you, things get retweeted or whatever. I just It was like a surreal moment where, I don't know, I was so proud, you know. I was just very, very satisfied that day. Yeah, to this day, that's my biggest accomplishment. Now, is that the sexiest thing on the internet? No. You know, people... <laughs> An eye of a hurricane's not sexy? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you know, it's it doesn't make for a good, you know, down, you know, bite-sized YouTube video. So, is it going to get the most likes and shares? No, but dude, how many people can say they've actually gone out to cover a hurricane and say they were in the eye of a hurricane? You know, no, not yeah. that many people can say that. Maybe Jim Cantore, but you know, he's yeah. kind of a boss, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude. You know, that dude eats hurricanes for breakfast. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it was amazing, you know, and uh, so 
But but on the other hand, I, I get that. You know, I get that. I get that that's not the sexiest part of, of the job, so to speak. Um, and I had a boss tell me a while back, this is during my time in Texas, and I never forgot it. He said the job of a morning show is to create that water cooler moment that people go to work, they go to work and they say, oh my gosh, did you see what happened on, you know, Fox 46, Good Day? Dude, that was so funny. Oh man, you got to check it out on YouTube. And I never forgot that. And um, I, I finally came to the realization after going through that little crisis that I was telling you about that, yeah. um, you know, that's part of my job, I feel like, is to create a buzz about a show and get people to watch, you know. Are they going to watch for – it doesn't matter what they're going to watch for. You know, I feel like I do a very, very solid job with the weather. And if they want to watch for that reason, great. If they want to watch for maybe, you know, some of the more lighthearted stuff, great. As long as they're watching, I don't really care. Um, and, and, you know, it's part of part of a morning team's job to get people to tune in. And, and, and let's face it, morning TV is, is all about – having fun. So yeah. I'm okay with, you know, some of my sillier stuff overshadowing um, some, some of the more serious stuff. I've, it took me a while to get there, you know, but I can say a hundred percent that uh, I'm cool with that. It's so cool to hear you talking about both parts of your job of, well, actually, you know, communication, meteorology, but then also the comedic creativity that you bring to the job too. And, and how passionate you are about not just one part of it, but all aspects of what you bring and it's really, yeah. really cool and, and, you know, kind of inspirational, too, if you, you don't mind me saying, because, you know, people cool. strive to kind of find a way to do what they want to do and what makes them happy. And it seems like you're really doing that uh, there in Charlotte. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's great to hear because, you know, people, especially folks like me. We're in graduate school. We're trying to figure out our lives and and find what really makes us happy. And, you know, meteorology happens to be a part of that. But um, yeah. for me, too, you know, I, I try to be a little bit more creative and, and using my creative outlets to, to kind of do stuff, too, and kind of combine that with meteorology. I don't want to just, you know, be a weather service office forecaster or I don't want to just forecast yeah. the weather. I want to do more and really make an impact on people. And it seems like you're really doing that. So, um, yeah, thanks so much for for being kind of a, a beacon light and showing people that, you know, the possibilities are kind of endless and you can do what you want to do, but also be successful and happy, you know? Yeah, dude. I really appreciate you saying that to me. And, and also, you know, to kind of, to speak to, to you or whoever else, um, in terms of, uh, in terms of doing that, I think when I was your age, or, or how old are you right now? If you don't mind me asking. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm 24. Okay, that's you're okay. You're still you're very you're young. Okay, when I was your age, I I, I would look at somebody like you know because I'm 32. I'm going on 33 here, so we, there's about a decade in between us, uh, and we're at completely different places in our life. And I'm I'm bringing that up because when I was your age, I would I would look at you know some other people that were 10 years older than me or 20 years older than me and say, wow, they have it figured out. They know what they're doing. That's cool. You know, they, they reach the finish line and they're, they're, they're cruising. I'm here to tell you, like, I got nothing figured out. You know, I, every day is, even if you are doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's a struggle day in, day out. Like I said, um, expect difficult, you know, Expect those difficulties, you know, the, the skits, they're all, there's always something that, that breaks or doesn't go right or is annoying or, or whatever. And that's just like to be expected. And, and it's funny because all of us 
so-called adults or, or whatever people, people that, that you might look up to or people that you think have it all figured out. We don't know what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, yeah. we've done it. We've done some things. Some of them worked. Some of them didn't. But, um, you know, the beauty of it all is that like, uh, it's not, it's, it's, you're constantly trying to figure it out, you know? So it's just, it's just a strange process, you know? And, and in, and in six months, my whole situation could change and that's just how it works, you know? Um, and, and, you know, it's just, if you're on the right path, it seems to be difficult and you just expect the difficulties and keep rolling along with it. You know, it's, uh, it's just, it's just strange sometimes, but at the end of the day, like I said, if it makes you happy and it's worth it, then, you know, go after it, man. I think we're about wrapping it up. Uh, if people want to find more of your stuff, where can they go? What, uh, what pages can they go to? You know what? The best place to go right now at this moment is just jump on Facebook and then go to Nick Koser, K-O, and then Sir, S-I-R, Fox 46. That's where I'm putting all my content right now. Um, skits, whatever, videos, uh, serious stuff, not so serious stuff. Go there and do me a favor, like, share, comment, and my boss will love me for it and that will make me love you for it <laughs> all right well hey thanks so much nick for uh for coming on and uh we look forward to uh maybe talking again at some point if i'm in charlotte or if you're over in a uh, eastern north carolina chasing another hurricane you know i'll be out here so we gotta, yeah. gotta link up at some point i know we've known each other for That'd so awesome. so long but uh, you know <laughs> hey man I'll, I'll i'll buy you a beer i'll buy you a beer and i'm old enough too <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh when i was your age i'm like dang i feel like i'm a young i'm serious <laughs> no i'm not even it's not even that you're young it's just like um like i said we're in different places in yeah, our life no, I you know I, like do you have a kid you don't you're not married or anything, no are you? no no yeah it's all it's all different i mean good lord when i was 25 24 i would kill to be 24 again ah it's just it's, it's to, you know it's just to, you're 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 a little less uh you don't have you don't have to adult so hard, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Hashtag adulting. Hashtag adulting. I know. I feel like uh, you being twenty four again is maybe the beginning of another skit. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I inspired hmm. you there, but uh, you can tinker around with that hmm. idea if you'd like. <laughs> Let's see, I'll have to I'll have to see what Hans thinks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wow, that was so great. Excellent job interviewing. <laughs> I mean, it was all about me and my uh, awesome questions, you know. If it weren't for my questions, like, Nick wouldn't sound so great. <laughs> just no, kidding, but... Nick, dude. It was awesome. Just talking to him, it was so easy. It, was, it The conversation just kept on flowing. He had all these incredible stories, and it just, I don't even know. And he was such a nice, humble guy, and really is love and life and i really appreciate that and you can probably tell by the way i was talking um how much i was <laughs> like in awe of, of how he was able to incorporate so many different a uh, aspects of his life into even his job and then be so happy in doing what he's doing it wasn't always like that you know like he said you know it took him a few years right. to really understand and and appreciate what he was doing and come to the realization that yeah this is the reality of the situation and it took him a little bit of time but now i feel like he's in a really good place and he keeps on making really funny, goofy videos, including <laughs> a rap video that came out, I think, uh, a few days ago. So you'll got, you guys have to check that out too. But yeah, thanks so much, Nick, for, for being on the show and, and inspiring us, but then also just giving us a little bit of the uh, behind the scenes of what it takes to be a uh, America's favorite rapping weatherman. 
No, I thought it was great. And it's just, like you said, he's such an inspiration. You don't always hear these stories about you getting to combine like all your favorite things together. That's something that we kind of are like, uh, that'll happen. Maybe I'll get to do this once in a while. But it's so great that he gets to incorporate his creative side all the time. And oh, yeah. it's just, I just, hopefully I'll get to do that as well. Just yeah one can hope i think part of what he said too is you don't always have to have all the answers right now yeah but things always kind of work out in the in a way that they're supposed to whether that's fate or timing or whatever and so that that helped me uh feel a lot better about things too because i think we're always kind of stressed out about oh this needs to happen now you know and we want to know what's going to happen in the future but sometimes living living life with a little bit of ambiguity isn't such a bad thing after all that's something that I really took from the interview. He was, I really enjoyed his reflection of where he is now to where he was when he was like 25. And you don't always hear that from people in the weather enterprise. They're just always talking about like their career now and what they're doing to better communicate the weather. We don't always hear about how, oh, I didn't really have, I didn't know where I was going back when I was your age. And that's stuff that we need to hear because we feel these types of doubts and like, what am I doing with my life? Where is it going? And it's good to hear someone kind of agree with that and acknowledge that. Well, now I guess it's time for a song of the week. Wrap this podcast up. Um, so, men, what is your song of the week? Well, <laughs> I do love me some Justin Bieber sometimes. It's not annoying. Okay. Yeah. The, being weird. the quote is sometimes. That's the sometimes. key word right there. Uh, but uh, his song Cold Water, which has been out on the radio for a while. I like that song a lot. It's, you know, if you need help, I will jump in after you. Even if the water's cold, even if the water's hot, <laughs> whatever water temperature it is, I will come and save you. Which is something you like to hear from your friends sometimes. If you're in trouble, you can, someone's got your back. I appreciate that. Thanks, Jay Biebs. What about you? <laughs> um, well, I've been listening to this new guy named Jake Miller. Chris, uh, one of our friends, actually told me about him. He's not him. new. Okay, well, he's not new, but his new album that just came out. How oh, okay. we, how, why don't we say that? Um, but there is a song called Good Thing, and it's pretty catchy. I feel like he has a very like a Nick Jonas vibe to his music and okay. lyrics and stuff. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty good, pretty catchy, and hopefully it will be more... Uh, mainstream on the radio and stuff i haven't heard it at all except for me specifically going to spotify and typing in jake miller i think there's like one jake miller song i've heard on the radio but i don't even remember what that song is but i mean he's a younger guy right yeah he is okay so he has lots of potential that area of uh you know charlie puth and uh sean mendez and uh what's that other guy um you're not talking about the guy from one direction oh oh, austin mahomey austin mahoney Mahone? Mahomey. No, it's All just Mahone. <laughs> oh, shut up. Sorry. Austin. <laughs> but his, Austin his followers are called Mah- Austin Mahomes. Austin, what are you doing, son? <laughs> I actually saw him in concert. It was pretty legit. Oh, yeah? But I haven't seen him since then. It was like uh, two years ago. Well, he put out a song on uh, March 4th. Put oh, it really? on me featuring uh, Sage the Gemini. So I'll have to check that out then. Yeah. Yeah, man, all these little kids making us feel like we haven't <laughs> done anything with our lives. Anyway, um, yeah, anything else? I don't think so. Thanks cool. for interviewing him. It was great, and I'm sure our viewers will, our listeners, rather, will quite enjoy <laughs> that. 
Yeah, I, I hope you guys do too. It was a little bit different from what we do, but I think it was a very uh, nice, fresh, and refreshing interview. Exactly. So, um, wrapping it up, you can find us in a variety of places, including uh, facebook.com slash weatherhype. <laughs> I kind of forgot what our thing was. <laughs> facebook.com slash weatherhype. Or uh, you can also look at us uh, on weatherhypepodcast.com. You can also send us a tweet on Twitter at weatherhype, both words, weather and hype. Or you can send us an email at weatherhype at gmail.com. And always, feel free to review us on iTunes or Google Play. Yeah, and we appreciate all the uh, information or feedback that we get from you guys, because you all are why we do this. Exactly. So keep it coming, (laughs) and we look forward to hearing from you. Do we look forward? We all we do. So we look. I forward. love getting emails in our weather hype at gmail.com email. Call address. me, guys and girls. Call me. DM me. I'll give you my phone number. Whoa. Just kidding. I'll give you the number to Crime Stoppers. <laughs> anyway, until next time. Until next time. Stay hyped. Stay hyped. <laughs> Someone I knew used to do that when um people would hit on them they give the uh, ni- number to the local crime stoppers uh toll wow. free hotline which i guess is okay but also the people on the other end are probably like oh we thought you're gonna give us a tip not ask us out on a date <laughs> so you know <laughs>